What is in my headphones? There's like fuzz in it. That's from your brain. Is there a cat in the office? That's your brain. Oh, well, that's all I have. That's all the brain I got. So I have to talk very close to the microphone every time I talk is what we're hearing. Why do you sound more British? I, f- I feel like... Um, you sound more British when you said that. You sound like a countess. Or- all right. All right, geezer. All right, geezer. I miss England and I, I feel like England's a long, long, long I don't think you can way. ever go back. Well, the problem is, is getting my hair cut. So that's what I'm worried about. Well, but, you know, I cut one of the developer's hair, so like... Yeah, I could get a number two. And we could do it for charity. There we go. Can you imagine me walking around with a number two? No, I did the top with scissors. People would run away. I did them with, you know, fabric scissors. You're not combing my hair. I had fab- I have fabric seriously scissors. seriously not combing my hair. It's You're not worth, cutting my hair. It's that, worth considering. We are. All right, when are we going to start recording? We are already. And we, I'm just checking the time on that. We were 50 seconds in before we swore. <laughs> I didn't know recording this. No, we're Anyways. really fuzzy brain. We're recording. Come on, give oh, it a go. All right, I'm here. Um, Whatever part of my brain it fell out, I don't know what it was. Hopefully it wasn't important. Are you sure mine's even switched on? Like, I hope it isn't. <laughs> no, I can hear you through my headphones. All right, we've got to stop larking around. Let me... Um, set the stage. Set the stage. Well, why don't you? Why don't you talk about what's going on? Go on then. The coronavirus has kind of thrashed events for especially our space e-commerce Shopify unites out uh as of yesterday uh, march 2nd uh adobe summit out um you know we're going to pull out of our south by southwest event that we're putting together which is i'm very upset about but it's a legitimate thing and i've never come across something like this in kind of my my young career so it's it's weird yes it is weird so we, uh, there's shop talk which apparently I don't know. People are saying it's gonna gonna cancel. I feel like they have to. I, I think that because the because like Unite canceled and because like Adobe Summit, like these are the really big names and the people who are going to Shop Talk use those products, and so it's kind of hard for them to not cancel that one and cancel everything else. Well, I think there's a lot of corporate that attend Shop Talk because we know before there was like 60 people from Home Depot there and stuff like that. I just don't see any of those ascending it. And then honestly, I don't see anyone wanting to walk around a marketplace like a booths and stuff like that. So we are exhibiting at Shop Talk and that booth is going to be empty. So we've decided to pull out of it. I think that there's there's a need for people in leadership to take hard decisions right now. And we're in little leadership. But I, I think that in the interest of, you know, the staff and their families, that it's necessary for Little us. Little leadership, big impact, though. I mean... I don't know about that. You know, I, I appreciate the, the dilemma Shop Talk's in. You know, they're a pure events company. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, very close to it kicking off. There must be penalties that kick in here. And there's a difficult situation. Like, does your insurance cover you for cancelling? Does your insurance cover you, cover you for holding it? And I yeah. think a lot of people are talking to their legal right now as we were yesterday so it's not good right philip jackson did you see that one mm, what did what did you say he posted on linkedin that expo west got cancelled with like four hours before it started or something oh wow yeah what do you think about irc retail x that's in june or may what do you think june? i think it's june it's usually like june 6th through 9th that's what i have in my yeah, head yeah it's about that thing. what do you think what do you think the future of that holds as well one of the guys here was talking to me about that and i was just like tbd yeah. What do you think, though? What does your gut say? You think it's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, if you talk to my husband, we're all going to die, so... That is true. Yeah. 
That's the, that's the environment I'm living in Karen right now. Karen has 1,100 gallons of water in her garage. I do have a lot of water. My husband watches a lot of movies, and he thinks this is, uh, I don't know, he's full on. He, like, he should have joined the army or something. You know, yeah. I remember whenever we moved into this office, Alec and I were helping Steve move, and they were talking about movies, and I told him I hadn't seen Mad Max, and he like he like stopped the car <laughs> and was like, what? I was like, I've never seen a single Mad Max movie. And then the next time I saw him, which was like two or three days later, he had a thumb drive that had him on there and was like, watch these. It's your homework. Still haven't watched them yet. Yeah. I just told him they were great movies. I was like, man, they were awesome. All the explosions. I think the thing is, is that people, some people get very protective of their families and their environment. And you can understand that. Difficult situation and uh, we're managing it. And we haven't yet moved to work from home or anything like that. I mean, it's certainly been discussed. I think... There's no need to panic, and we're trying not to do that, but we're also trying to make sure, like, for instance, you know, we got some water in the other day. We were out of water. We have water coolers. We were out of bottled water, which arguably we shouldn't have anyway, but which what we're trying to do is, like, de-risk a little bit around, you know, like, go to Costco's, and they don't have, have any. Mm-hmm. And quite quickly, the staff are like, well, we don't have this, we don't have that, and we're just trying to de-risk some of that. So it's very different when you... I think it's different, you know, obviously, families, children parents that kind of stuff like we were talking about this Mm. a bit yesterday with older parents but it's also different when you're running a company you kind of have to kind of think about all of the what's going on well it's not just your family it's your employees your employees family yeah like i have old parents dakota has old parents some people have kids i don't have any of those but like it spans out pretty quickly to where yeah the impact that's one thing i was thinking about because i was talking to my mom about it my mom's in healthcare, and she was saying that you know their business as usual and when it gets to a point where they're suspended working in the office that's when you should be concerned when the hospitals are starting to do it that's when yes no i agree i agree with that the most biggest thing you want is for staff to be comfortable in the workplace Mm -hmm. right and to to feel happy about coming to work and everything else so you only need like one or two people to be concerned and you basically have to go to that concern and, and try and address it yeah, it's good within that reason. Yeah. Right? Like, so we're trying not to, I mean, you could go crazier and just shut down and go remote for six months. I mean, arguably we could just, you know, try that out. I know Kelly Vaughan from Shopify was talking about this the other day about, you know, what happened if everybody goes remote and then they all find out they work better. Well, yeah, we could save a fortune on office space, right? It's um, true. I don't know that we're a remote kind of company. I am not a remote person. Really? I have to have someone listen and try to acknowledge me while I'm talking. I need that sort of affirmation in my Yeah, life. I do think there's generally... I mean, we have remote staff, but I do think generally as a company, we quite like being person-to-person contact. I just There's just so much... <laughs> I was talking to Jen about this when Jen and I recorded a podcast, but I think it's just because there's so many moving parts and intricacies that happens in like HQ. And it's so hard to have like... If you and I have a conversation, then we have to have a conversation with like staff... And then they have to have a conversation with other staff. So that yeah. one meeting ends up happening four times. And sometimes you and I sit in the same room and we listen to the same thing three or four times. Being in the office, you just go like, hey, everyone come in here. Let's talk for a few minutes. It just saves all that. And that is like the thing that with like remote yeah. communications like that are tricky. I think some companies were like, obviously, tax charge springs to mind. I think Zapier they, is all remote as well. Supposedly. Yeah. They, Zapier, however the hell you said. They, I think that some companies, they have this in their DNA and they mm-hmm. work really, really well with it. And I commend that. And mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing to move towards. I don't want it to be... I think you have to... 
unless you do it at the start and you grow up with it, I think it is quite difficult to introduce, like, you know, a midway point and certainly not something we've recruited for. Absolutely. We've built a team for in-office. Yeah, and I think it does depend as well on the seniority of the staff and the type of people that you're hiring. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, But I get it. I mean, I, I think it's a great idea. And like the fact that you can get a pull from across the country, across the world is... It's fantastic. I do know this when I, and I do think things are different now. When, but when I worked at Reuters, when I had, first had my first kid, somebody told me, go and apply for working from home for two days a week. So I thought, oh, that's a great idea. I'll do that. And I did find that I was excluded from conversations as a result and did miss out a little bit. And actually, when I had my second child, I made the decision because honestly, they were driving me crazy as well. So before my sabbatical, I made the decision, I'm going back to work full time. I I didn't tell my husband this. I just told him, work's requested that I go back to work full time. Uh, I think I still did do it today. I mean, I mean, horrible. I did find that um, the opportunities were missed as a yeah, result. Yeah, and, I, and I don't think it's like, it's never done maliciously. It's just a hard thing. Like, I think of like Alana, for example, who's in Ohio. Like, there's certain times where we have to like go back and say things. And it's not that we don't want her feedback or we don't think it's important. It's just we already had the conversation, we moved on. So then we get back to that point and she has fantastic feedback, which makes us kind of reverberate and think back of what we did. Yeah. But like that piece of like not being in that initial conversation that like spawns the idea and the, okay, we're going to do this. Yeah. That's the part that's tricky. I do think like an exercise ignoring, you know, the implications of coronavirus, it would be great to put the whole team remote for a couple of weeks and see what that looked like. Because I do think, I do think if you force the issue, then, you know, you would find some ways of working together better and actually that would be really good for our remote stuff it's not a bad idea i mean i, th- I think it'd be pretty interesting yeah and also the other nice side of it would be that we would see the what they feel mm-hmm. and see it through their lens and obviously i see a bit of that when i'm traveling and in england and you do notice it you do you do really notice that difference between the in office and out in the office mm-hmm. so yeah, we should we should work on that. I'm not, I don't think we're perfect at that. So, but it, you know, no, it's an interesting sounding exercise. I'd be up for it. I just yeah, I my management style is in office. I am I am best so bossy. I am best when I I can bring the best out of people when they're present. It's very hard for me to do it via Slack. And is that because you don't smile outside of? Yeah, I'm a super sad person outside of this. I don't know what it is. I just think it's like certain people's skill sets. Like, um, I don't know. You're like a on the floor factory manager kind of guy i guess someone someone told me that i vibrate differently from someone that's worrying you can't say that no like i think it means that like i don't know you vibrate differently i don't i don't exactly know what they meant when they said it but it was it it was at it was in a work setting was this during sex no it was (laughs) this was a work setting (laughs) and they just said that like they say certain people vibrate differently and they can like bring things out of people we have to cut all this. Cause was this a girl or a boy? <laughs> I don't want to talk any more about this. I vibrate differently. It's a thing. Well, I'm just Are looking you at the stopping? time. No, I'm just looking at it to see what time I have to tell Michelle to cut this out of. I'll make a note of that. Um, but no, I, I think you can just, I can, I can best bring the best out of people in person. Yeah, I would agree. We get on much better when we're in person. That was weird today. We, uh, so we were... <laughs> Oh yeah, so yeah, that was that was funny. Um, so Karen moved into the rough part of Austin that I live in, big big rough area, and there's a coffee. There's a this is going to give away how rough it is. There's a boutique grocery store under my building that I go to every morning to get coffee as part of my routine. And lo and behold, I come out of my building and I see a Shipper HQ hoodie like 15 steps ahead of me, and I was like, 
oh, that's kind of weird. I don't, don't usually see those out and about. And it was Karen. And so I was in the line to get a coffee. And I was like, hey, boss, how's it going? Like I normally greet her. And she's just like looking forward. And didn't I, even turn around. Didn't even turn around. And then I said something else and didn't even turn around. So I like hit her on the shoulder. I was like, hey, what the fuck? And she was like, oh, that's you. She goes, I just thought you were talking to someone else. Yeah, I just, I honestly didn't recognize your voice. 40 seconds of be like, hey, boss, how's it going? And then nothing. I was like, maybe she's reading this menu very intensely. And then I said something else. And I was like, am I? Like, what the hell? I thought you were talking to the, I just didn't expect to see you in my defense. It was kind of weird. And I was, You moved into my neighborhood. How did I, you not expect to see me? That's where I live. That's where you now, it's uh, where you live sometimes. Yeah, you need to move out, I think. <laughs> it's my hood. It's actually quite good down there. I like it a lot. It's a shame nobody's going to see it because, you know, South by. Uh, the events will still happen. So, like, Twitter pulled out. Like, Facebook. Facebook pulled out. But, like, the tech row is on the street, on Rainy. And so, like, all the tech, like, they'll, they'll, they will still, there will still be stuff going on unofficially, without a doubt. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but, like, are you going to go along to it? I mean, I'm still going to go to bars on the weekend because I'm a millennial, like, that's it you're not allowed back in the office you're going to be a remote boy me and my kids are meant to be going to the gaming expo not really sure what we're going to do there I I don't know at the moment I'm not too worried about it but I think my husband might have something to say on that one he's going to get you guys hazmat suits I'm meant to be going to Russia in June so uh, rang up British Airways to try and cancel that leg what did they say because I go via London to Russia you know that's horrible when that happens so I'm doing like London as a stopover basically and then come back to London, get off the plane again. And they basically said, no, you can't get on the plane back to Austin if you don't do the Russia leg. So that's really nice of them. They did offer to change it for $1,200. So yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if we're going to London in the summer. So we'll wait and see. I think everybody's, I mean, honestly, I think this is just a wait and see situ- situation. I watched Contagion at the weekend. Don't really watch movies like that. But I was like, let's see what this is all about. I have seen it before, but I didn't remember it. That was kind of scary, you know? So I'm going to just OD on movies and get really paranoid. I I have a false sense of confidence about this coronavirus because I guess, I don't know, like 10 or 11 years ago, there was the H1N1, the swine flu, that was not at this level, but it had the same sort of like a little bit of hysteria around it. I got that. I was like one of the few cases in Texas that got it. I beat it. So like these boutique strands of the flu suck like i feel invincible so that's why i was like send me to whatever event i'm not gonna like i'm yeah. not gonna die from it i know i get it i do get it i think as i say i think it's it's just a little bit different when you're dealing with a company i would say yeah no but i my, was i was in high school and I, when i got it my 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 general feeling on this i mean i remember like mad cow disease like i was probably about i don't know 15 16 at the time and just started cooking food myself because my mother's cooking was never good and i i was eating minced beef throughout that whole thing in england so i didn't really didn't care and you know i was just like that was the only thing i could really cook was spaghetti bolognese so i was like picking out spaghetti bolognese i was just like whatever what else are you gonna do but it but it was i'm I'm, it's generally fairly like don't worry about stuff like that but i do i do i do think that you have to change your tack when do you, you... Do you think there's going to be, bringing it back to the, the events, do you think there's going to be, how far are the ripples of like the financial implications from this? Like, obviously there's the organizer, there are mm. the people who had set in the money, but what do you think about like for the merchants? I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be really interesting to see, like from our perspective, I mean, we, you know, we spend a few hundred grand a year on events, right? Mm. So 
if we don't see any downturn in business, you could argue, well, should we be doing events, mm-hmm. right? So I think that question could arise. I think, you know, the time that we grab back from not being there is interesting. I think from I think what's going to happen is, like if you think about merchants and stuff like that, is that if you look at Magento, Magento one end of life, like their opportunity to make announcements is is lower. I think yeah. they could see they could see a loss of people from the platform because they're not able to really bring the buzz up mm. on it. But if you look at say Shopify Unite, I mean that's predominantly a partner event. It's it's really merchants are not there. Yeah, I know they could pretty easily do that one online. I know there's other Shopify events that there are, but you could argue like with that, well, all right, so what's the what's the actual loss here in terms of kind of intelligence and mm-hmm. understanding? And then the other side of it is what's the loss in terms of the partnerships? But, I mean, I don't know. What's, what's your view on it? What do you, what do you think is going to happen then? I don't know. So before, when the management meeting started this morning, the one thing I told, like, revenue and partnerships is to look at look at trials and conversions because we, we're not doing Imagine this year. It's the first time as a company we haven't. And, like, I want to do some serious comparisons because – I'm curious, like, is this Imagine bump going to be something that we miss? Is it going to be something that we're still not going to see? I mean, because that to me is the thing I'm most interested in. But I don't know. I think that for merchants, like when I think of when I talk to like the merchants that we have really good relationships with and the ones that like we've invited and brought to Imagine with us, like the big thing for them is like education. And so I feel like Summit has the opportunity to make an online education push. Like, you know, they have these talks. They were all planned. Record them, do them as. But you really think people are going to watch them? I don't know. I think that if if you're craving education, then yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's if that's the thing that you want to learn, you want to focus on, then absolutely. I think people would. Like I think back to Unite, like two years ago or three years ago when it was in uh, California and they had the whole outage. Like they they streamed that last day. Like, but did you watch it? I didn't know because no, I. Neither did I. But I think the argument is different though, and the reason I brought that up is because we didn't watch it. But if I'm a merchant who's saying I'm on Magento One, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is a conference to learn it at. Like, I think some of those like the yeah. key points in the talk tracks, they almost have to. Like, because yeah. if not, they're just going to go and like tweets or FAQs or PDFs, and then no one's going to read that. I have yeah. a higher child. I have a higher me as a millennial i have a higher likelihood to watch a video than i do to read a pdf true likewise actually i'm not completely in the grave chronos will get you don't watch out oh yeah i'm I'm in the under 60 bracket it's called but it but it like that's the way i look at it is like the conferences like shop talk i feel like are more mm, i feel like they're more affected because like theirs is industry news industry news happens anyways regardless if shop talk happens or not i feel like for them I think they have a higher impetus to keep their event going. Yeah, well, the problem I think with Shop Talk is that all the speakers, like, how would they possibly take that online, right? So you're going to go and do your talk in a room Mm -hmm. in your office or wherever you are. I think with Adobe Summit, obviously, a lot of the content, not all of it, but there's a fair amount that is content that's delivered from Adobe. Mm -hmm. So they have an opportunity to take it online. And if anybody can do online digital and, you know... um, you know, like bring some pizzazz to that. You would have thought Adobe could could do that and and really lead from the front there. Mm. And I'm not sure that I'm not sure that, for instance, somebody's going to go. All right, I'm going to go and watch Adobe Summit online for the next three days. I don't think that the delivery of content in that format is going to. I don't really think work. if they ran it live, but I think if they had like a catalog. So there was that. Yeah, SaaS talk. Uh, yeah. SaaS talk was the event that I really wanted to go to. It was in Ireland, so I couldn't. It didn't time out. I was somewhere else, yeah. but I bought it. The videos, and I've watched 
probably 65% of the videos, but I just watch them on my own time. So instead of putting a podcast on, I'll just put that on yeah. my Apple TV and I'll just, I'll listen to it. So I think it's like content when you want it. And there's obviously like, there are people's talks in particular that I watched very early into it because I really wanted to see their talks. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen is I could see them building a catalog of 2020 yeah. Summit videos. And there's no, going to be true. 20% of them that are watched. The rest of them are just going to be in the bin. And the one person that goes, this is the one thing I wanted to watch. I, I don't think they were going to court all of them, but like anything on migrations, I could see them doing anything on like Sensei, anything on anything in the newest release, like all of that stuff. I think they'd still probably do the video content for. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you can pick a mix, exactly, then, like, then it could work. But it, I just know like Inbound, for instance, the HubSpot conference, all the videos from that are online and... You know, oh, those, they're on YouTube. Those are really good. I tried to encourage the marketing team to go and sit down with those and go through them. And I just think kind of life gets in the way, mm -hmm. right? I think the really nice thing about events is that you're kind of forced to put life down. You're there, yeah. Yeah, you're there, you're present and you're like, switch off your phone and listen and engage and everything else. I just think that that's going to be a really hard thing to do and need a lot of careful planning there. There are definitely opportunities for people to do new things here and find new ways of bringing this community together. And I think, you know, I'd argue that one of the, you know, like uh, we just took on a new events manager. I mean, she's just like, what the hell? But she she's great. We were talking about podcasts, right? And the commerce party. And she was like, why, right? Like what's commerce party? Like, why are you doing it? Like, what's it all about and everything else? And I don't know what your view is. I'd be really interested in what your view is on why are we doing this bloody podcast? That's going to be our title. I, uh, why are we doing this podcast? <laughs> I, think it I think it depends on who's listening. So like, I don't think there's content for everyone. I think there's certain episodes and the things that I think we speak, I think there's certain things that we speak very well. Um, we, both speak <laughs> really? I, we both speak merchant very fluently because you've been listening to customers' needs for 12 years. It's what I've been doing here for five. Like, I think from that perspective, like talking about with our customers, like the, the people who come on, like yeah. that is really insightful. I think there's also the element of we're a small company, how we run, how we operate. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, um, you know, lifting the curtain behind like, this is how this company works. And so I, I, I'd like to think that there are smaller companies than us that could learn a lot or bigger companies from us that could learn something. Like I think yeah. that sharing that is really insightful. And then, I don't know, it's just kind of fun to sit in a room and hang out. Really? Well, speak for yourself. Maybe it's more on this side of the table. But like, those are the <laughs> things I think of. Like, I think people actually care about like the stream of consciousness of like, how yeah. we get to the decisions we get to. The way I see it is when I summarized it for her was like, when we go to events, you know, it's very physical presence, having a party, uh, enjoying yourself, trying to get together and just being people, right? Like we're not, you know, when we go and talk to people at events, we're not going, let me just grab my list of questions to go through with you mm -hmm. or here's my latest stats, right? And there, there certainly are 